1: Boise State. Touchdown! Score! Special extended pregame coverage on KSL News Radio. Welcome back into extended pregame. BYU and Boise State kicks off today at five o'clock. Network pregame gets started at three o'clock. We're taking you all the way up there. We're live in Boise, Idaho, for the scene of BYU and the Broncos. And you know it, it. this game brings to a close a annual rivalry that's been a byproduct of independence. BYU and the Broncos have played annually since 2012. That's going to come to an end when BYU joins the Big 12. And what a bombshell of a report earlier this week, Matt. ESPN's Pete Thamel, who I think he's the best in the business in college athletics right now, he put out a report that Gonzaga is talking with Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yor- Yormark about potentially joining the Big 12. Gonzaga doesn't have football. What do you make of this, Matt?
0: When I read it, I thought it was awesome because Gonzaga is not going to stick around in the WCC. That's the bottom line. They're, they're, now that BYU is leaving, the WCC is going to go back to what it was before BYU got there. It's just not as strong of a conference. Like the WCC with BYU for the past decade, it's been sneaky good. Like, yep. it's been a multi-tournament team for a, for a long time now. And I think it has a lot of respect. I mean, you look at RPI rankings, it's always, it feels like it's always a top-10 conference in basketball. So I think the WCC certainly benefited from BYU being there. And with them leaving, it's it hurts. And I think Gonzaga looks at it and says, we're too good for this. Like, we have one of the premier basketball com- uh, programs in all of college basketball, if you know, certainly the best in the West, right, over the past decade, we deserve to be on a better platform. And I think it's a stroke of brilliance by the Big 12 if they're able to grab them. And I would even couple them with St. Mary's. Here's the only catch, though, is they can't receive as much money as all the other teams. And I, I don't think I'm really interested in having them be full members either. For, from a basketball-only perspective, I think it is a slam dunk uh, not only because it, it, it widens the gap between the Big 12 and everyone else, it also eliminates the Pac 12 from grabbing them and strengthening their conference. So I think it's a win on a lot of sides. I really like it. Uh, not as full members, but uh, I definitely want to see Gonzaga join in hoops. And, and because it's, it, I, I'm with you, I don't want to see him as full members. Honestly,
1: it's a non starter for me. I love the idea, the concept, and I love how aggressive your mark is being in putting this narrative out there because it was subtly noted by Thamel that Gonzaga has also engaged in talks with the Big East and Pac 12. Uh, but the talks with the Big 12 are the ones that make the headlines. So your mark in the Big 12 team. They're doing their jobs to make it look like they are beating Pac-12 in anything when it comes to talks and the narrative. The narrative (laughs) around the Big 12 is much better than the Pac-12. But to me, I just think that... It's a non-starter because I don't want them in the rest of the sports. And honestly, if you want to go up in, in the Pacific Northwest, which I'm not worried about geography, people that are like, what about the equestrian team having to go up from Morgantown to Spokane? I don't care about that. This is major college athletics.
0: A ton of money is at yeah, stake. When you're, when you're raking in 50 mil, it doesn't matter where you travel. And if,
1: and if you want to be a student athlete that wants to play regionally and doesn't want to deal with travel, go play in the Big Sky. Go play in the, the Sun Belt. No one's asking you to play in the biggest uh, conferences in college athletics. If you want to be regional and not go on planes, well, then go in the big sky. You know, like that, yep. that's what you can do. <laughs> yep. uh, but no one's choosing that. I think though, I, I don't want to see the the leftover eight, if you. Will. I don't know if that's the right term to call them. I don't. I don't know how they would feel with this type of move. Uh, the, the it's only, Gonzaga though. That's the thing. The, the Gonzaga thing is, is it, huge. Is Gonzaga gonna be a thing after Mark Few? Is Gonzaga's facilities and arena? Um, you know, does that up to par with Big 12 standards? And also, too, if you want to go up there in the Pacific Northwest, like I was saying, why not go get Washington State and Oregon State? Because, one, you directly undercut the Pac-12 membership and take them to eight. You're in that part of the country. Then it maybe makes more logistical sense to go get Gonzaga. Why not go get the the two Pac-12 teams that have been told you're just going to end up in the Mountain West when Oregon and Washington eventually go to the Big Ten? Why not go get them? Because they are probably chomping at the bit for stability. Because they've been the ones that have been told you're left for nothing, and they bring football to the table. And your partners
0: don't give a rip about you. Wazoo and uh, or uh, Washington and Oregon, they want to leave you behind. I
1: I mean, it's that's not a glamorous look. Like I think everyone would love to see Arizona, Arizona State. That's what I would like to see. But why not go get Wazoo, Oregon State? You dip into the Pacific Northwest, you get in that fourth time zone that your mark wants to do, and they bring football, and then maybe it makes a little more sense to go get Gonzaga. Uh, But the thing about the Zags, too, when we talked earlier about in the first segment about total payouts, the Zags are a walking payout when it comes to NCAA tournament units. Like, I don't care. If they got in the Big 12, they would still go to the dance, and they would still be a second weekend team. And those NCAA tournament units... They cash out big, and it could be bigger if we see the tournament expand to 80 or 90 teams. The Zags are going to make bank in that space, but I also wonder, like, what are they going to be after Mark Few? Because that is were, a fair concern. They were nothing before them, other than Dan Monson and Stockton. But you know, outside of that, what are they going to be anything after Mark Few? That's my only concern.
0: That's a that's a fair concern, but it might be worth it. might be worth it to figure it out. Yeah. So because they've built a really nice brand in college basketball, and not only. The Big 12. We got to take a break here. We're going to switch over to football on the other side. We got a, a bunch of great inter- interviews for you to get you ready for BOU and Boise State. And we'll start things off on the other side with Mitch's conversation earlier in the week with Tyler Batty. Back after this, it's extended pregame coverage here on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cawley investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold.